0: Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of Behind the Science. My name is Mario Sierra. I'm a clinical research coordinator for Paramount Research Network. Today I'm going to be discussing the first clinical trial and how it was performed, and then some developments that we've seen um, in the coming years. So trials date back to biblical times. The book of Daniel in chapter 1 verses 12 through 15 talks about two groups that either ate or did not eat the king's meat. That was one of the first references to a clinical trial, again, dating back to biblical times. Um, Fast forward to 1747. The first proper trial was conducted by a physician named James Lind. Um, He conducted the trial on sailors who were becoming afflicted with scurvy uh, aboard ships. So the symptoms of scurvy include fatigue, loss of appetite, nausea, and then uh, developing to loose teeth, bleeding gums, and slow healing wounds. So this was a very very afflicting disease where the where the sailors were unable to work and do their job as a sailor on the ship. So Lind, he conducted or he conducted a, an experiment. He separated 12 sailors into 6 different groups. Group 1 received cider, which is fermented apple juice. Group 2 received 25 drops of vitriol, otherwise known as sulfuric acid. Group 3 received 6 spoons of vinegar. Group 4 received half a pint of seawater. Group five received two oranges and one lemon, and group six received a spicy paste plus barley water. The treatment lasted only six days because they ran out of fruit, but by that time, the sailors that were in group five, the ones who received two oranges and one lemon, they were already fit for duty. So there was a, a result there that group five had some sort of component that was alleviating their symptoms of scurvy, and they were able to return from work. So the discovery there was that vitamin C is essential in um, abating scurvy so that you don't get those symptoms that we discussed. And so after that point, sailors and ships, uh, they they started stocking barrels and barrels of lemons so that the sailors would be able to eat lemons and get their source of vitamin C and that became a common practice for ships that were going out to sea for several months. They would um, they would get barrels of lemons so that their sailors could eat one to two lemons a day and um, not get those symptoms of scurvy. From there, developments like control groups and knowledge of the placebo and nocebo effects. So I'll explain those a little bit. So the placebo effect is say you take a sugar pill that's not going to uh, have any direct benefit to you you take that sugar pill, and just by taking the pill, it alleviates symptoms that you were experiencing, say, of pain. Um, and then the nocebo effect is the opposite, where you take that same sugar pill, and you get negative effects, negative outcomes from it. So those are developments that happened that we um, need to know how to control for. And today, the gold standard is a double-blind, randomized control trial. So double-blind means that no party, neither the doctor prescribing the medicine nor the patient receiving the medicine knows what is in the pill. Um, Randomized means that it is um, probably more around a 50-50% chance that you're going to get medicine versus uh, control. And then um, the control portion of the double-blind randomized control trial is is, um, when you when you compare the group that's receiving the medicine to a group that's not receiving the medicine, and you're able to better determine what the outcome of that medicine is. So all of these, the double blind portion, the randomized portion, and the control portion are all trying to eliminate bias so that um, we get true outcomes of what a medicine, what an intervention is actually doing to help a patient with a certain symptom or certain disease. So that is the genesis of the first clinical trial. And that is the episode for today. Thanks.